ladies and gentlemen, now it's too late with Alan Mosley. Wow, I'm kind of I'm I'm getting used to everything working. It's weird. <laughs> Guys, welcome back for another episode of It's Too Late. I am your host, Alan Mosley, joined as always by the number one producer in late night. It's Dave Willabowski. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good, as usual. Um, you know, just got to stay positive. It's good. Gotta, how are you doing? Got to stay positive. <laughs> that, I feel like there was some underlying concerns there, because on the surface you say, oh, I'm fine, but then you end it yeah. with, just got to stay positive. And I, I don't know how I feel now. <laughs> Fake it till you make it. All right. <laughs> uh, boy, a lot of controversy out there. Will he or won't he? It looks like the deal for Elon Musk buying Twitter is finally going to go through. Do we have a picture of Elon Musk? Oh, no. Yeah, that's him right there. That's an intense look. Yeah, it is. Have you? All the Downey kids look the same. Oh my have gosh. you noticed that? Uh, I actually don't really have a joke for Elon Musk. I really just wanted to point out how much he looks exactly like genocidal Cambodian dictator Pol Pot. Have you ever seen that? Wow. Is that not actually kind of yikes? It is. The jawline, lips, <laughs> the, everything. The, yeah, the, yeah, right? Eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, Dead Yeah. Well, yeah, there's that. It's because it's they don't. It's the. Uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> we do have a release date. A release date has been announced for actor Will Smith's next movie. Uh, it's coming up on Apple TV. Take a look at this. Emancipation. It's going to be in theaters December 2nd and then streaming wow. on December 9th. But it, it kind of seems odd, though, that it took eight months from the Oscars to now for his latest film to come out. Because for Well, for Emancipation, really, because according to legal experts, it usually only takes like 60 days for a divorce. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, oh. Will thought it was funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man, some sad news tonight, though. Were you, were you a big Loretta Lynn fan, Dave? Like the classic I country? Say, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I was a big fan. Not, yeah. not really in the country. Okay. Well, why don't you? You're okay. So, Jesus Christ! All right. So, Dave, in late night, you just pretend to like the guests oh, and like geez. you know, like oh, it's Loretta Lynn. Oh, I loved her That's music. Oh, That's what, great, man. Yeah. Okay. Shit. Um. Uh, <laughs> Music legend Loretta Lynn passed away at the age of 90 years old. Do we have a picture of Loretta Lynn? Yeah. Oh. Oh, boy. Rippy. Oh. Uh, Lynn was famous for such songs as The Pill and mm -hmm. You Ain't Woman Enough or or perhaps Don't Come Home A-Drinking. Oh, yeah. Goddamn, maybe she was Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> And uh, finally tonight, got some leftover notes from Sports Ball, which is going to be on tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock Eastern Time. But a little leftover notes for Sports Ball. Take a look at this hit on quarter Oklahoma Suda quarterback Dylan Gabriel. He goes in for the slide and, oh, no. yeah, he ain't moving. Ain't. I don't know, buddy. Uh, yeah, and then there's going to be a whole scuffle on the field. Like, that's my quarterback, man. That's my quarterback. Oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's lived. So, anyway. Uh, but don't you worry, Sooners fans, because your team is in good hands. Give it up for the new star quarterback of Oklahoma. That's right. It's General Booty. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This wasn't <laughs> photoshopped. His name is General Booty. A parent would do that. That's right. General Booty. Now, that's a name I can get behind. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He always leaves his fans with rosy-colored cheeks. Okay. He won't make an ass of himself out there. Yeah, I think and that'll do it. Okay. If you want to take his job, you're going to have to butt out. <laughs> okay, yeah. I think get it. Because he's so anal retentive. <laughs> you got it? You, 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 you want to do one? No, I'm... I, <laughs> okay, I'm all right. Um... Uh, <laughs> Guys, we're going to be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away.
Just a second, everybody. Uh, you will learn something today. It will change your life. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty intense. That actually yeah. might. That actually might be a good segue into the next segment because we do. I we're we're bringing back story time with Uncle Alan for the next segment. Oh. Yeah, Maybe I know. we're going to learn something today. Maybe yeah, you guys are. Y'all going to learn today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me set that aside there. Uh, oh, let me tell you about tonight's sponsor. It's Pat Crest Botanicals. It's patcrestbotanicals.com. If you use promo code, it's too late. It's all one word. It's too late. You will get 30% off. 30%. 30% off your order. I actually have a sample right here. This is the Blue Dream 2000. It's got that Delta Ethan. Can we get can we get a shot of that? Oh. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And that on a billboard. Yeah, it, it, and actually if if you could tell I haven't taken the Blue Dream because if I had I wouldn't like I I would lose motor skills enough that I couldn't <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that. I don't know. Maybe well, I take too much. That. I think you're supposed to put a drop underneath your tongue. I just you know, bottoms up, yeah. you know. Porn so anyway, shots. that's Pat Crest Botanicals promo code. It's too late. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? Oh, it's a time for meme of the week. What are you looking around? This guy's looking around. You don't even know what time it is. <laughs> do the people my dad shoots go to heaven? Well, they do if they haven't done anything wrong. So a lot of them, yes. <laughs> oh man, I actually saw our buddy Pete was talking about Mike Ermintrout, who's the character from Better Call Saul slash Breaking Bad, and saying, is this not like one of the best characters on TV ever? And I said, absolutely, resoundingly yes, because for people who have seen those shows, they know that the character Mike is an ex-cop. And he demonstrated for America with, look, he had a lot of ex experience how the system works. And he demonstrated for America how you deal with crooked cops. Oh. And people who've seen the show know the answer. And for the rest of us... Yeah. But we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. Ariana Grande used to look like Ariel from The Little Mermaid. But now she looks like Ariel from The Little Mermaid. That is... Is that like fall to summer or... I don't know. It's kind of creepy, to be honest with you. It is. It's wild. Yeah, that's that's um, carcinogenic melanoma. Is that what that? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, wow. Thoughts and prayers for Grande. Um, let's go ahead and answer the viewer mail. The biggest laugh in chat tonight so far is when I said Ariana Grande has cancer. It's weird, you know. Wow. All right. Uh, the first question comes from Kyle Pelizzoni, who says, Dear Alan and Dave, I recently brought, bought a suppressor. For the longest time, I refused to get one, even though I really wanted one, because I thought it would add my name to a government list. Do you think it was worth it? Well, uh, Kyle... <clears throat> Uh, everybody here at It's Too Late uh, would urge everyone to obey the laws of your local mm -hmm. um, district. And <clears throat> uh, Dave, do you do you own any um, any surplus military hardware? Nice try, Fed. No, oh, got him. Yeah, shit. <laughs> I'm gonna get you though. All right. Wait, one All right. Days. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Huber writes, "Dear Alan and Dave." Why do we feel incomplete without having certain things in our life, even though others seem to be happy without them? Wow. Um, I miss the days when people would write, like, what's your favorite ice cream? <laughs> you know? It's kind of heavy. I mean, because I think, I mean, obviously, the short answer is, is everyone's different, right? But I think, yeah. but I, you know, life is, life is short. And no, no one person can see everything and do everything. And so, you know, it's everything is, is about trade-offs, right? You're, you're making one life decision for something that you value, that you want to experience. But that, that will inevitably mean perhaps there's something else that you won't get to, yep. um, 
can't have it all. Yeah. So, you know, take, take Dave, for instance, he's, he's got, he's, you've got kids. You got, I you do. got kids. And so you have, Boy, do I ever, well, I was gonna say, I was I was gonna say you have the love and joy of a full house, oh, yeah. but but boy, do I ever kind of ruin that. Um, but you know, Dave probably won't be uh, an astronaut. No, no. So when your kids grow up, hard. you can tell them, "Look what you cost me." Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm probably not the best for parental advice. So. I yeah. I think we all we all do things the way our parents did. So my parents always t- reminded me oh. of what I cost them, and so they went right in yeah. with the guilt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about you, Dave? You what do you, what do you think about Carl's existential crises? I mean, there there's like certain things you need. You need a a relationship because I was going to say, well, there's I feel like there's nothing that I'm missing, but maybe there's nothing I'm missing. You need, you know, like a purpose, a job or something you want to do. You need friends. You need some kind of human connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, other than that, everything else is just wants. I mean, other than food and shelter and stuff, but I guess that could be pretty rough. Well, of course, so there's the, there's the biological angle, right? Like you're yeah. you're hardwired to want to survive um create the trying to I'm trying to think of nice ways of saying things because I know some of your kids are watching the show right now. Um <laughs> to create life and mm-hmm. then to um die in battle. Oh I forgot about that part. Yeah. yeah. So and death. If yeah. you've if you've notched those three then you're you're ready for Valhalla. Uh, witness yep. me. <laughs> All right, all right. So, wow, uh, Gary, Carl. I hope this helps. Uh, <laughs> Gary Dykstra writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, if you had to choose a different country to live in, oh wait, no, hold on. I already told him we've already had this country or this country. This question. He asked a different question: uh, precious metals or cryptocurrency. Which one is more likely to be a hedge against inflation, in your opinion? Well, um." I tell you what, actually, real real tall for a second, since apparently we're about to have a nuclear holocaust, and that's Ooh. probably going to bring um, civilization to its knees and, yeah. you know, end all, like, destroy all the electrical rids and, and bring us to yeah. a, uh, a century of darkness and despair. I guess you'll probably want the precious metals, because what's Bitcoin going to do? Yeah, it's going to be tough to cash that out. Yeah. Just cash it out now and buy um, precious Lead. metals and suppressors. Suppressors. Yeah, uh, I'm not too worried about being quiet. Yeah. <laughs> in that um, situation. All right. Andrew Avery writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, I know you like history, but isn't geography really where it's at?" Oh, is that it? Oh, oh, okay, I see. Oh, you, you got it now? It took yeah. me a second. I forgot who was asking the question. Yeah. <laughs> I should I should not read the names, and then that way it'll be like, oh, find Andrew. <laughs> we found him. That's it. It's Andrew. Publish um, a book. I feel, like, I feel like if you're a student of history, it's hard to be good at it and not have at least a pretty mm-hmm. firm understanding of geography as well. Yeah, things things usually happen places. Yeah. Things happen in places. Mm-hmm. Thank God you guys are homeschooling. Um, <laughs> your son can't spell Mississippi. Have we gotten to the root of that yet? Oh yeah, we just it just never came up. I guess. Oh. But your other son, who's like three years old, can spell Mississippi. <laughs> I feel like the tiebreaker is yeah. Jane. <laughs> oh. Like, yeah, she well, she's she's just getting going, but yeah, yeah. I don't think I tell you what, D three, if she can spell Mississippi, I think you have to move out. <laughs> I think that's only fair. Um, Lal Durio writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, now that you're doing sports commentary, will you be replacing Joe Buck? We did stream Monday Night Football. Oh, shh. yeah, no, who cares? <laughs> just, I mean, apparently, no one does." We streamed yeah. Monday Night Football, and YouTube did finally say, hey, come on. 
but they didn't they didn't during they, the game they didn't really do anything afterwards did they well, they finally said, hey, you've got some copyrighted material. Can you trim it out? And I clicked trim it out, and they're like, okay, whatever. And they just let me keep all the clicks and views and stuff. <laughs> so the, the channel is actually now almost monetized. Wow. So we're, I think we're just going to do it again. Crime pays. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> right? Moral it's of like, the story. Yeah. yeah. If there's anything <laughs> you should be teaching your kids, it's that getting away with things is more important than not doing them in the first place. <laughs> better to ask forgiveness than permission right yeah that that i feel like that's the biblical route <laughs> i don't know this is this is going somewhere that we're gonna get in trouble uh jonathan Carranza writes dear alan and dave do you take naps dave do you take naps dude i just took like a three-hour nap today we did we streamed last night and i couldn't i couldn't sleep afterwards i ate, i drank too many pepsis so I laid there for like two hours. So I came mm -hmm. home. Yeah, I, I take I take mega naps. Yeah, you're you're and scheduled you're scheduled to wake up uh, wake up here in like 25 minutes, aren't you? Yeah, um, we're gonna get the show going. Yeah, right. Um, I actually don't take naps because I have such a hard time sleeping. The thought of going through the rigors of trying to go to sleep with the intent of waking right back up sounds just retarded <laughs> to me. I'm. It, I can't sleep until it's time to enter a coma. And once I've entered it, we're not coming out for a while. <laughs> it's, I, I should write a health book, I think. Um, yeah. Philosophy, health. Melody White writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Melody was at our event back in June. Yes. Isn't that nice? She's charming. I like her. Uh, Melody writes, Dear Alan and Dave, what is this obsession with what Lizzo is doing? Honestly, I can't imagine why anyone cares Perhaps you have some insight. Well, I, I don't know if she's if Melody's talking like at society or at us because we did a thing on Lizzo. No, remember Probably a little both. Well, we did the thing on Lizzo just about how disgustingly obese she was, but now she's back in the news because apparently she was playing like a founding Flutes. father's flute. flute. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was well, a special who, flute. Who's what? Yeah, it's a special. She's. I mean, she's played some flutes in her days, but this was a special flute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't really read a lot into that because I don't no. follow Lizzo. Yeah. But yeah, not too much. Yeah. I honestly couldn't tell you right now a single one of her songs. Uh, I know a couple. Mary likes them. Oh. Yeah. Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim Wysong writes, Dear Alan and Dave, now that hating all things Russian is very much trending right now, should I hold off on buying a Russian beaver fur hat? You know those big, like, those big circular oh. hats that the Russian people wear? Is, yeah, those... Dave, you strike me as somebody that would have one of those. I mean, I don't, I don't have one. I've, I've had, like, a, a coonskin hat, but never a beaver fur hat. But, I'd, yeah, yeah, I'd probably rock that. I just, I think it would look good on you. You should, you should give it a try. Yeah, it gets chilly up here. Um, yeah, Tim. I, honestly, man, I would just, I would just do whatever makes you happy. Because mm -hmm. if anyone says, "Hey, that's Russian," then you'd say, "Hey, shut up, bigot." There you go. Yeah. Also, tell them you're trans. Then you can just get away with it. Oh, boom! Got him. Right. Yep. Write your own ticket then. Yeah. Aaron says he has a hat like that. So. I think I've seen it. Yeah. Imagine how not surprised we are. Uh, Aaron's just upset because his quarterback's name is General Booty now. Um, excuse me. This is not, this is, it says Mary Lynn Wilimowski. It's not actually from Mary Lynn Wilimowski. It's actually oh, okay. from D3, who says, Dear Alan and Dad, do you think the Dollar Tree will still be in business five years from now? Oh, he's been talking about that one. That's actually, that's actually a pretty tough question, to be honest with you. Because, yeah. On the one hand, I lean towards no because everything's mm -hmm. just going to shit. And on the other hand, I lean towards no because I don't think they'll operate during a nuclear winter. <laughs> oh, you got a point there. You know what? You know what my problem is is that the last two or three times I've been to any of the dollar stores, their prices are actually outrageous. Like higher. Yeah, like, on any of the things that I actually would 
buy regularly, their prices are higher than just the local grocery stores and stuff. See, I, th I think that's what's going to happen is, is like right now, the Dollar Tree is like the only dollar store that we know of. Well, at least it used to be where everything was a dollar in it. And then you have like Dollar General and, and Family Dollar, which isn't like a dollar store. They're just discount stores. Mm -hmm. But I think Dollar Tree will just go the way of them because they, they ain't going to be able to sell stuff for a buck, it, buck 25 it, now. Yeah, so we have Dollar Generals everywhere here, but the Dollar General oh, yeah. is basically just like a gas station now where everything's actually marked up. Yeah. Like for your convenience. And it's like, well, then why or would I go here? Anywhere. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. It's we're getting... you don't want to drive all the way to Walmart. Yeah. Oh, I don't go to Walmart though. <laughs> this is true. We're getting scammed. Uh, Chris Melliard writes, dear Alan and Dave, would you live in an old missile silo? Very, very on theme for tonight's show. Would you oh. live in an old missile silo, Dave? I think that sounds badass. Yeah, you, I mean, if I can hook it up, I'd like to be subterranean, got like feet of concrete between you and the world. Mm -hmm. That sounds nice. Like if it's one of those deals where like it's closed, it's basically like a bunker, but then like the top yeah. opens, you know, like yeah. a giant penis, then <laughs> you could let the, let the rain in. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just have a garden at the bottom. Yeah. I guess it's more like a... <laughs> never, never mind. Um, oh, so I would, yeah, probably. I wanna. So I actually want to live in some type of a cave-like structure. I feel like that's on yeah. brand for me. I need somewhere to go where I'm not exposed to the sun for long periods of time. <laughs> um, Keith McQuarrie writes, "Dear Alan and Dave, did you ride the bus to school? Dave, did you ride the bus to school?" I think I I rode it all the way up to my senior year when I started driving, and then I drove. But yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. the whole time we had bus bus access. Okay, I actually never rode the bus. Wow. I was so when I was a little kid, uh, my mom took me to school, and then when I was like in middle school, I got a ride with a a neighbor who had a daughter that was my age to school. So, so that was, that was when my parents no longer cared whether or not we got an education. So then I went, I rode with them to school. And then I think like my junior year of high school was when I started driving. And yeah. So I actually never rode the bus. I'll, you always hear all these horror stories of the, the, the school buses and what, and what goes on and stuff. I never oh, yeah. was privy to that. Lord of the flies back there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I also went to Columbia Central High School here in Middle Tennessee that was like right underneath Memphis for one of the most violent schools in America. That, speaking, oh. of, speaking of one of the most violent places in America, yeah. what the hell's going on over there? <laughs> they must be starting the wrestling early. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have to, yeah, we have to wrap this show up so that we can yeah. clear out. So Fight Club. The, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Oh, you're in trouble now. Mm -hmm. um, I think that just means everyone in the club's picking you tonight. <laughs> All right. They want to destroy something beautiful. The line from the movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> oh, that's... And finally, Marilyn Wilimowski writes, Dear Alan and Dave... Oh. Probably, it might also be Alan, because she. I think Mary's kind of pissed at me. Have you noticed? Oh, yeah. You guys are still trying to mend your friendship. I, well, I mean, I am. Mm. I don't know about you guys, but I am. <laughs> uh, Mary says, have you ever been whale watching? Wow. Whale. Have you ever been whale watching? What? No. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I mean, I feel like that could be like... Yeah is, this, yeah, is this like... Is this like an analogy for something or <laughs> is this is like, cause don't you have to like go up to Alaska or something to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm not going to on a cruise. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I don't want to go on a cruise. I thought I did, but I don't want to. I used to thought I used, I used to thought mm -hmm. clearly yeah. not. I used to think that I wanted to go <laughs> on a cruise, but, um, yeah, I don't know. 
I had a I had an old buddy of mine who was like retiree age who always would try to get me to go on cruises because he would say what you do <laughs> is you you call the the cruise line and you say that you want information because you know when you do that then they're plugging you on their little list of like mm-hmm. we're gonna inundate inundate this guy with propaganda until he yeah. submits to big cruise, but <laughs> then you tell them. Ah, I'm not really interested. And you wait and wait and wait until it's the off season where like mm-hmm. they can't fill the boats. They're just begging for money. And then you come out of the blue and say, oh, hey, about that cruise. Y'all still doing those? Y'all still doing the cruise? Kind of like us <laughs> with the show. And then he got a, he actually took two. He took one down the coast of Mexico and he took another one up the coast of Alaska. And he said, I think for the one that he went to Alaska, it was like five day cruise or something. He only mm. paid like $300 for this five-day cruise up the coast of Alaska, and he ate like lobster and steak Wow! like three times a day for five days wow. and just enjoyed the scenery and then and then left, and it was like $300. It was crazy. That is crazy. How do they make money on that? That's like Pat Crest Botanicals. Yeah. That's Pat Crest Botanicals. If you use patcrestbotanicals.com promo code, it's too late for 30% off. Um, maybe we should do that. We should do a cruise. Like it'll oh. be like the, the fifth annual It's Too Late cruise. Yeah. Off season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna yeah. Shady company. <laughs> yeah. If anybody yeah, it's 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 gonna be like a shrimp boat. <laughs> and it's gonna, <laughs> and it's gonna be in February. So probably you should get ready for that. Um, have we killed enough time yet that we can move on to the next stage of this program? Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to watch that. Yeah, I think so. I think we're good. Okay. Halfway. We're going to be back with the latest installment of Storytime with Uncle Alan right after this commercial break. Go away. Your ad could be playing right now, reaching thousands of potential customers. Sadly, it's not, but it could be. Find out how to be an advertised sponsor for It's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Email us at info at alanmosley.tv. Whatever. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll go with that. Uh, yeah, I forgot, guys. Quick break. I forgot Ryan's question because Ryan Ryan can't not be banned. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was unbanned long enough to to ask one question and immediately went back on hiatus. So Ryan's question was: Dear Alan and Dave, what does a pound cake become after you take a bite out of it? Um, feces. Yeah, can't argue with that. Yep. So there you go. You happy now, Ryan? <laughs> Hope that helps. Yeah. Or or Brian Sievert. <laughs> Wait, is is your Brian account also banned? Because why don't you just get on the Brian account and leave the question? Unless they're gonna... both banned. Yeah, I'm going with that. All right. Well, keep an eye on chat for me. Let me right. So we'll we'll get down to the bottom of why can't Ryan ask his own questions. Um. I actually wanted to tell a story about something that happened to me this past weekend um, because I think it would be interesting for us to talk about. But before we do that, let me tell you about tonight's other sponsor. That's Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, which you can find them at tnhotsauceco.com. Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, I've got one of theirs right here. This is the Blood Orange Ghost, which, Dave, if you take a look at this, the Blood Orange Ghost, my friend, is problematic. Oh, it's going to be issues. Yeah, there's certainly going to be issues. But it's worth it. It's yep. worth it. Oh, it is worth it. I mean, mine's oh. still... I, I haven't opened this because... Okay. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to ingest this crap. Yeah, but but you guys off. could ingest this crap by signing up for a <laughs> subscription over at Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, Shit. which is tnhotsauceco.com. Which, which one of those sponsors do you think will be the first to... Ask us politely oh. yet firmly to stop. <laughs> Just stop. 
just, <laughs> just stop. Um, so, all right, let's let's get our serious faces on for a second. We can we can have more fun, with, you know, for Monday Night Football. So I was out running some errands uh, this past weekend on uh, it was Saturday afternoon, and I was coming back from town towards my apartment. And right across, it's funny, we were talking about this earlier tonight, right across from my apartment is a Dollar General, which, of course, the people around here call Dollar General, but mm. Dollar General. And when I got out of my car to go in, uh, I noticed that there was this green sedan parked right out front the doors. And I didn't really pay any attention to the guy that was in the driver's seat, but it was, it was a young dude wearing like a, a blue ball cap. I think it was just a hat. I don't think it was a team or anything. And like, you know, like a, a ratty t-shirt and beat up old car. Um, I didn't pay much attention to him, but just my, my brain just wondering thought, well, cause the engine was running and I was like, well, he's someone else is in here, you know, like he, like his passenger got out and went into the store and he's waiting for them to come back out. And so I go in and and look for a couple of things. And, of course, you know how it is. You go into Dollar General thinking, well, it's right here across the street from my apartment. And I don't feel like driving all the way to Walmart. So I'll just pick up a couple things from here. And then you run into problem number one. They don't have any of the things you want. No. They have things adjacent to the things you want. <laughs> they don't have the things you want. Yeah. Um, and then the second thing was I discovered the prices were like, I was like, doesn't this store deal in dollar goods? No, they, they deal in like $9.50 goods. That's what they deal mm -hmm. in. And so I get my couple of odd and end things, and I'm, and I'm checking out. And when I'm checking out, the, the double doors in the front are open. I guess it's just, it's a beautiful day, whatever. Got some air coming in. And the car is still out there running because I can hear the engine. And and I'm checking out. I'm using a self-checkout, by the way. Dollar Generals have self-checkouts now. Ooh. So they can go down from only having, like, two employees just to one. And <laughs> and I, and I get, my, and get my stuff, and I go outside. And there's the guy in the car. And I'm walking by. I'm not trying to be nosy. Like, I'm, I'm just, I, I just, in general, am not, not a nosy person. And when I, but his car was on the way to mine. And I walked by his car. And it looks like he's he's out, man. Like he's he's like, you know, like he's he's yeah. passed out. But I thought, well, you know, maybe he just got off work and he's really tired. Or I mean, for all I know, he works here at this store and he's on break or something. You know, I don't know. And but his engine was running. And I was like, well, should I? Like I don't, I don't, you know, I don't see anybody else. Maybe there's somebody inside coming out. Maybe he just closed his eyes for a minute, you know. But I was in there for longer than I intended to be. Mm -hmm. And I was like, he's been sitting here for a while with his engine running. And he's out. <clears throat> and, and so, I don't know what popped into my head. But something popped into my head to say, you should like, you know, you should like, like, knock on the door or something. And just be like, hey man, you good? You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I did that. He didn't move an inch. And it's not, it's like, he's, he's not dead. Like it, I could, I could see like he's breathing, but yeah. he didn't wake up. And I mean, anyone who's ever like, like, have you ever been sitting in your car in the parking lot? <clears throat> even, even if you expect you're expecting someone, but if someone knocks on the window, yeah. you're like, Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah. You're yeah, a little alert. This guy did not move an inch. And so I, I finally like, cause his window was down. He's He's here, like he's a few inches from mm -hmm. me, and I had knocked on his door, didn't move. I finally was like, I mean, I'm invested now, so, <laughs> so like I, I shook his shoulder. He didn't move, and that's and it was at that moment that I thought, well, at a minimum, yeah. I'm gonna go back into the store just to check to see if there's anyone in there shopping. To be like, hey, are you with this person? You know, is that your buddy or boyfriend or husband or whatever? There's nobody else in the fucking store. Just the one employee. Yeah, just, yeah, just Jill. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, well, this isn't, 
you know, like this isn't good. Like <clears throat> even if you're just a really tired guy getting off work, if you, yeah. you don't pass out in your car with your engine running and people like talking to you and you be unresponsive. Mm-hmm. That's and so trip. finally yeah. I took one more chance of like shaking him, not hard, but I mean, again, it's like, dude, who doesn't wake up in, in this mm-hmm. situation? He's not waking up. And I noticed there's a bag in the passenger seat, but it's not like a yellow dollar general bag. It's like a Ziploc bag with like some pills and stuff in it. And so I'm like, well, first of all, I ain't touching that. Um, (laughs) And so I go back in the store and I just like tell the lady behind the counter because a few other people had like come in, like they just walk right. I mean, because you know how most people are. Most people are just living their lives. They're they're just Mm -hmm. in focus mode. A few people had come and gone. A few people walked in the store in front of me. They're not paying any attention to this. Um, and so I go, I I go motion like over to the lady behind the counter. I was like, "Hey, do you do you know this guy? This guy's been parked out here for a while." And they were like, nah, "No, I don't." And I was like, "Well, he's been out here since before I got here, and I've been here for." 20 minutes which in dollar general time is 700 years and he's still he's he's unresponsive like he's this dude's passed out i said i said hey to him he's not moving um i think you should probably call 911 or something like i i hate like i'm in the my inner monologue is saying like do you really want to go there because Mm. if he's if he's just a dude who's like Maybe I've made a huge mistake here, and now we're involving authorities, you know. Yeah. But I was like, I think you should call 911 and be like, hey, there's a guy here who's unresponsive. Because I think, because I'm looking at more from a medical situation. Yeah. That he's yeah. he's passed out and unresponsive in his car. I think this is not, this is not a legal situation. This is a medical situation. <clears throat> and so anyway, they do. They call 911, and they say what it is and i was like you know i'm gonna hang around for a few minutes until somebody gets here because again it's like i'm i'm in this now so i'm just i'm gonna wait to see yeah i'm gonna wait to see what happens and of course naturally it's a fucking cop car that shows up first before an ambulance and i mean obviously he sees what's in the fucking passenger seat so it, it it was in prescription bottles not that that ne- necessarily means anything. I mean, they cannot be your prescriptions, and you can have all sorts of drugs in prescription bottles. But that's what it looked like. It was a Ziploc bag with a bunch of different prescription bottles with pills. And, you know, the officers, like, you know, you know, messing with him or whatever and checking his pulse and stuff like that. He's he, So at this point, like, he's opened the door. He didn't have his seatbelt on, so he's, like, holding him up in place in his chair, and he's, like, you know, checking him out and stuff. The ambulance shows up. Around the ambul- time the ambulance shows up, I'm I'm back standing, like, near the front, like, checkout aisle of the store. Mm-hmm. And... Just looking at the sunglasses. Yeah. And I'm over. just watching this scene unfold, and at this point, he still hasn't, like, come to yet. I thought he had. Like, I thought I saw him move. But apparently it was just like he was sliding out of his chair and they caught him. And so they finally start to like the ambulance guys like, you know, they're getting the fucking stretcher out. And I'm like, oh, was he dead? Like, I'm starting to freak up now because I'm like, shit, he was dead. And, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, He wasn't dead, but they're they're getting him like they're moving. They're getting him out of the car because it's clear that he's not there. Mm. And. It was around that time that I just said it's one of those things where it was it was just what was in my head and it just kind of came out of my mouth that that I hope he's okay. Like I hope he's going to be okay. But I, I mean that both in the the physical here and now terms of I hope he's going to be okay as in yeah. not going to cardiac arrest, but I also hope he's gonna be okay. Like, whatever it is that's going on with this dude's life, mm-hmm. you know, that, that leads you to take a bunch of pills and just in your car, you know. General. Yeah. yeah. I hope he's going to be okay. 
And then there was this Karen lady. This is like, like, you know why, you know what's so beautiful about stereotypes is that they're true. She, this is the stereotypical Karen. She looks like she's 55, 60 years old. She's got blonde hair in like a freaking part in a comb over because that's the thing the Karens do wearing her sunglasses and she's wearing like her, you know, like the dress pants with the blouse tucked in and stuff in the middle of the day on a Saturday because that's we're going to church. We're going to church in midday on Saturday. And she she heard what I said and she goes, hope he gets what he deserves. Oh, nobody wants that. Gets what he deserves. That's a heavy word, isn't it? Deserve. Mm -hmm. And it it struck me right away something about deserve. Because when someone says that, like, if I didn't give you any of the tone or attitude or anything, if I just, if you were just reading this out of a book then you would have to determine for yourself how to interpret that phrase. Because I feel like when you say the phrase, someone getting what they deserve, it can, it can be like an explanation and there can be a condemnation. So if I were to say, hey, this guy, it looks like, I, I don't know for certain, but it looks like this guy might have done some drugs and he might have taken something he shouldn't have and he's in trouble. And you respond with, with, well, of course, that's what he gets. If you say it in a positive, like a positive, not necessarily positive, if you say it in a compassionate way, it's an explanation. I'm not condemning him. I'm just simply pointing out he did, he, he, he did something he shouldn't have done, and he's suffering the consequences for his action. But, and I'm not... I'm not saying it in a mean way. It's just a matter of fact. He did something wrong, and now he's suffering consequences for his actions. But I hope he's okay. But that's not how the Karen means it right. They mean it as a condemnation. They mean it as in, well, he did drugs, and now he's going to get what he deserves. And, of course, I'm not going to sit here and enter into a freaking philosophical debate with this woman at Dollar General like like actually put a gun in my mouth and pull the trigger twice to be sure if you ever see me arguing with people in Dollar General you have my permission uh, but we could sit here and talk about the war on drugs and the criminal justice system and prison populations and restitution and you know, how they still call them correctional facilities, yet they're, they're anything but. We could sit here and talk about all that. But I, I feel like any thinking person can agree that whatever drives somebody to find themselves in that position, mm -hmm. them going to prison for a bunch of years probably doesn't fix it. No. You... You condemning them for their actions. What does that do? It doesn't. That doesn't help anybody. <laughs> and I mean, and it's easy. You know, I know it's easy for me to say that sitting here in a situation where he didn't, presumably, didn't harm anyone else. He just harmed himself, basically. But I don't. I don't want that for this person. But. But the people who express it as condemnation, they do want that. They want the worst for that person because they've made a mistake in life. And that's where their mind goes. Their mind immediately goes to, well, I want them to suffer for their actions. And I feel like it's, it's worth it to us to identify that feeling in our hearts. Like, I... I, as I've gotten older, I try to, instead of immediately just jumping down this lady's throat for the attitude she portrayed there, is instead think inward of, well, think about times that you immediately jump to the worst possible conclusion of someone 
and you thought you thought poorly of them and you thought that they they should get what they deserve there's a one of my favorite old quotes from Milton Friedman one of the times that he was on Donahue as he was talking you know he was taking questions from the audience and whatever and one of the questions basically boiled down to well, it's not, you know, life isn't fair. I mean, that's basically what the question was, is more of just a, a just a declaration, life isn't fair. Because look look at all these rich people who get so much, and look at all these poor people who get so little, and people ought to get what they deserve. And Friedman had the response back. And you guys know I'm not a religious person, and I know that the religious people in the audience would take this whole segment a certain direction in terms of grace and mercy, but I'm, I'm not going to go there tonight. Friedman's response was, who deserves what? Who determines who deserves what? And then he followed that up with, maybe it's a good thing we don't get what we deserve. Ooh, yeah, if you read the Bible. So deserve is a really heavy word that can mean violently different things mm -hmm. and but it again instead of j jumping on people for them using that term i feel like i'm willing to give people a pass it in so much as that they mean it in a positive connotation like dave you guys are great i hope you get everything you deserve in life See, like you still could scares me <laughs> <laughs> After this whole conversation, yeah, you're thinking, well, this is the end of us. <laughs> but, but you but you can tell that if someone says that to you in that context, you know that they mean they, they wish you well. Mm. But it was very clear this woman went wished nothing but the absolute worst on that kid in the fucking car. When I think it's pretty clear he's 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 already in for a rough yeah. go without your adding fuel he to was the already fire. There. Yeah, he was already there. So I guess I guess what I would say is be reflective of yourself. Make sure you don't you don't find yourself jumping to those kinds of conclusions and wishing the worst on people, especially on just people. It's one thing for us to sit here and rant and rave about the lizard people who yeah. who seek power and authority over others. The people mongering for World War Three. It's easy to think that those people ought to get what they deserve, but just regular people, you know, like just just the dude across the way who, like, okay, they messed up, they made some bad choices, but what is that? What is that going to do for them? Like, like, are, do you want to just drag them out in the street and blow their brains out? Is that what you want to do? Because if the answer is no, that's not what you want to do. Then, then try to, you know, try to take actionable change to make things better, not condemn them for their actions. Because what is, what is that going to do for you? I th I think it also kind of comes back to, and I'm trying not to use these really these religious connotation words, but that you can't help but do it is there's punishment versus salvation, right? And it, it always strikes me that a lot of people that will drape themselves in the flag and hide behind the cross always seem to leap at the opportunity for condemnation and punishment. Well, you don't reflect my values therefore you deserve this as opposed to salvation or restitution a little bit of grace god i hope i don't get what i deserve <laughs> anyway let us know in chat. We're, we're going to start doing the thing that all the popular YouTubers do. Let yeah. us know in chat if you think we should get what we deserve. You can you can give us what we deserve over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley, as well as PayPal. Um, Aaron, where's where's Aaron at? Aaron, hit those links in oh, there. He's got it. Yeah, just pull out your Sears cards, head over to mm -hmm. the links, and give me and Dave what we deserve. Oh, 
Yep. We're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this commercial break. To go away. If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash TV. You can follow me on Twitter. Twitter.com at TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash TV. Also, we're on Odyssey. Go and support a free speech platform. It's odyssey.com at TV. If you're more of a listener than a watcher, you can get us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. That's thanks to anchor.fm. Anchor.fm slash TV. Uh, Dave, do you have a final thought? I'll tell you what. Uh, good story. Good, good, you know, morals and everything there. But, um, if you guys are listening to this afterwards or watching afterwards, you got to check this out live. I'm so glad we do this live. The The chat is amazing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate on the show. Good job, guys. Everybody missed the best part of that story in the commercial break. That, <laughs> But I'm, I'm going to save that for the after party. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you know? How's this? Did you know? that in one week we're going to be back on Twitch. Oh. But they still haven't heard our appeal yet. Well, at this point, I hope they don't. Yeah. I probably should, If I can <laughs> delete it, I probably will at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be back on Twitch in a week. So, um, you know, marbles and all that. I See, I don't, I don't get to read all the Twitch because I'm over here, you know, doing the damn show. Yeah. What, what did chat say? Oh, was the dude stuff. was the dude okay? Did he get what he deserved? Well, D three. Uh, we'll we'll save that for the after party, guys. Thanks so much for listening to another episode of It's Too Late, and we will see you next week. He was white, by the way. Oh, I thought that was. <laughs> it's important because you know the whole context. Yeah. Right. I mean, surprised you didn't get a little more compassion from Karen then. Actually, kind of, yeah. I don't know. He, I mean, statistically, she'll be dead first. So, <laughs> if anyone's going to be finding out what it's all about, it's her. <laughs> Ryan says, "Was he?" Tr-